everyone and welcome back to Walk With Bex. As the title of this episode suggests, I'm going to talk to you about the current situation we find ourselves in as a nation. However, what I won't do is talk about the virus or COVID-19 explicitly, simply because I don't have enough information or knowledge about this and I don't feel comfortable discussing something that's so complex and I don't think it's truly helpful to share my opinion on something when there is so much information flying around at the moment. All we can really do right now is focus on what we can control. You know, follow those government guidelines and stay at home during this period. So this leads me on to the topic of self-isolation. And what I am going to do today is discuss both the effect that self-isolation can have on people in terms of their mental well-being, but also give you some practical ways of surviving this period and supporting others who are coping with it too. Over recent weeks, things have progressively, you know, changed across the globe, like in a very short space of time, and plans have been put in place to limit the spread of COVID-19. Everyone is having to make major adjustments to the way that they work and live their lives. Coping with such a significant change, plus dealing with uncertainty about how long it might last, can take its toll on your emotional well-being and mental health, for sure. This is undoubtedly true. To begin with, the first week or two at home might seem like a novelty, might even seem fun to some. You know, this idea of working from home, making lunch at home, staying in your PJs all day, spending more time with your loved ones in your household. However, after the initial dust has settled and people have begun to adjust to the change, here is where the cracks could begin to show. Let's assume we're in this for a longer period of weeks you know, more than just a few weeks, and we could be adopting social isolation measures for, let's say, several months. Well, then it's really important now to start planning ahead and start taking action in order to build long-term resilience for this. Now, I'm not saying this to scare or worry anybody. I'm simply being realistic. If you are not used to working remotely and you rely on the sense of connection and community we get from being in contact with other human beings, you could be at risk of feeling really isolated at the moment. Along with that loss of connection comes a dip in motivation and you may find it really hard to concentrate for work. Or worse, you might find it really difficult to switch off at the end of the working day because your work hours and your personal hours aren't really clearly defined in your day now. So with all of that in mind, I'd like to share with you things that I have found really effective when working from home. Many of you who follow me know that in the last year, I made the shift from full-time classroom teacher to online coach, which means I've gone from being surrounded by children and colleagues all day, every day, to working remotely from home. And I sit in front of a laptop and on my phone pretty much all day. So here are some of my tips. I'm gonna give you five of them. Tip number one, set a routine. Set yourself a routine that is similar to your previous routine, as much as possible. If your alarm for work went off at 6am, then I would encourage you to set your alarm for 6am. Don't fall into the habit of getting up at 10 and then lazing around in your pyjamas, having breakfast really late and then maybe starting work at like lunchtime. If you used to go for a walk every morning, you know, really nice and early, or you completed a cardio session, still do that if you can. This routine served you well when you were working before and it will serve you well again because it sets you up for your day. 
Keep to your work breaks and your times as much as possible. If at 10.30, let's say, was your coffee break normally, then take a coffee break at the same time. Set yourself alarms on your phones if you need to remind yourself when to get back to work and when to break from work. You know, this is really going to help you stay in a good routine and to, to find that balance between work and kind of rest, let's say. Whatever time your working day finished normally, try and finish at the same time. If you would normally go to the gym in the evening at, let's say, 5 or 6 p.m. after work, well, why not complete a home workout at this exact same time? The more things that you can keep the same, the more you will be able to normalize this whole process. Because let's face it, this is not normal for anyone. You know, even working from home myself, I would spend time working with my clients online, working on my business, but I would still be able to go out and PT a client you know, or pop to the shops if I needed to, or visit a friend, train myself at the gym. Like now, none of this is available to me or anybody. So let's keep our routine as simple as we can and as easy as possible. If you have children, I would encourage you to do the same with them. You know, set a schedule for them for homeschooling and a work time to stick to. You know, lesson times, break times, lunch times and downtime. And my biggest tip of all with setting routine is do not stay in your pyjamas all day. Get up, shower, put actual clothes on. You know, I still do this myself after my morning cardio. I have my shower, I put my clothes on. You know, yes, my work clothes now are gym clothes because I work in the fitness industry, but I still have that regular routine. Tip number two, remain active. Whether you are working from home or not, remain active. You know, get up and go for a walk if you're allowed to. You know, get your steps in. You know, walk around the house. You know, uh, during your break times from work, get up and move away from your laptop. Go into another room, perform some form of physical exercise. There are so many quick, fast blast workouts you can do at home. All you need is Google. You know, you can search for anything online nowadays and on YouTube there are hundreds of videos, thousands of them. There's so much free information out there. If you are more serious about your health and fitness goals or you have goals that you want to achieve by a certain time, then stay true to them. Don't let this situation be an excuse for you to hang up your gym shoes. You know, home workouts are effective and you can still burn a hell of a lot of calories, you know, using just your body weight and a set of resistance bands. If you need any tips or you want a free home workout guide, you know, just DM me on Instagram and I will email them over to you. It's no problem at all. Tip number three make healthy choices. Now more than ever, your health and nutrition needs to be optimal. Those who are at risk with this virus are those with underlying conditions. So please, please let this be a wake-up call if you have neglected your nutrition up until now. Don't let yourself fall into spells of self-sabotage or damaging behavior when it comes to poor eating habits and nutrition. Start practicing self-care and make healthy choices from today. Eating well and looking after your nutrition will make you feel good and look good. I know that working with my clients right now, this is one of the most important things that I'm focusing on with them. And I've made extreme efforts to contact them more regularly, build support groups for them. You know, everyone's meal plans have had to been adjusted and I'm giving them various options based on what's available to them and what they can get hold of and, you know, when they can get out to get their food shop. Again, there are lots of free, there's lots of free advice out there with regards to nutrition and how to structure a healthy diet. 
But I'm also aware that sometimes it can be quite overwhelming, you know. Sometimes too much information is too much. It can be hard to know where to look or which approach to choose. If you're struggling at the moment, a simple piece of advice from me to you would be follow three main meals that consist of proteins, fats and carbs and use portion control by your hand and your finger to help you. What do I mean by this? Well, it's called the fist diet. You know, eat a meal that consists of a fist size portion of protein. So your fist clenched up, that's the size that you need on your plate of protein, whatever protein source that you're going to use. A fist um, size portion of carbohydrates and then the rest of your plate can be filled with vegetables or salad, let's say. And then have a finger size portion of healthy fats, avocado, nuts, um, nut butters, dark chocolate, um, you know. Now, if you're more active in the day, then you can add additional healthy snacks. But this will completely depend on the individual and their goals, and it will vary from person to person. But again, if you want some free advice, just shoot me a DM and I'll give you some tips on how you can kind of manage your nutrition and make healthier choices. Tip number four, stay connected. Gosh, this is such a big one when we're talking about self-isolation. You know, it's it is important for you as much as it is for everyone else to stay connected to your loved ones, your friends, your family during this time. If you're not living with them currently and you're living alone, why not set up a group chat or have regular video calls, you know, to check in on them and see how they're doing, but also let them check in on you. Human interaction is powerful and we are very fortunate in this day and age to have the use of technology to help us do this. I've got personally, I've got a family WhatsApp group chat and I also have Skype calls booked in regularly with my family members. And just the other day, literally yesterday, I had a um, group call with my siblings, my brothers. So me and my brothers were all able to have a chat during our coffee breaks from work. And that was just really nice to just kind of ease the tension, just check in with them and just chat like everything was normal. Are there other people that you could check in on? Perhaps those that live alone or friends that you haven't spoken to in a long while. Why not drop them a message and just see how they're doing? I challenge you right now, if you're listening right now, open up your phone, scroll through your WhatsApp conversations down to a friend or family member that you haven't spoken to, I don't know, in let's say since January or February, or maybe even before that. Shoot them a message right now. Check in on them and just say, hey, how are you doing? I'm thinking of you at this time. I promise you, they would really appreciate that message. Tip number five, my final tip, practice gratitude please. You know, you guys know by now that I am a firm believer in always being grateful. You know, even in the most difficult or trying situations, there's always something to be grateful for. No matter what is going on in the world right now, you are still very blessed. I'm going to say it again in case you didn't hear me. You are blessed. If you have a roof over your head and food on the table, you will get through this and you will become stronger from this. If you can add daily gratitude to your routine at the start or end of your day, it will massively change your perspective on this whole situation and allow you to grow from this. Yes, what is happening in the world is incredibly serious and scary, but it is simply another obstacle to overcome and we have to overcome it together. The way I see it, obstacles are opportunities for growth. And now you have the time to spend working on yourself and your personal development and your growth. So why not see that as a positive thing right now? 
all of these things I've shared with you can and will have a positive impact on your life, particularly when you are self-isolating. But the real secret of long-term well-being is less about just following my tips, but more about knowing yourself well enough to make good personal choices about how you spend your time and how you feel about this whole situation whilst being at home. I really hope that what I've shared with you in this episode has been useful and I would love to know what you think and if you would like me to share more of this sort of thing moving forward in these difficult times. If you did find this episode useful, all I ask is that you do one thing for me. Share it with someone you know that might need to hear it or post it on your page for others to see. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, stay safe, stay positive and please stay at home. Speak to you all soon. Bye.